Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am Morten Røvik as always and with me as always I have my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Privet Lars. Privet Morten, good to see you as always and it's always good to be with our listeners and viewers out there. We always start off with a quick reminder of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers. If you're new to GTD, we always recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to the basics of GTD, the five steps. Today's episode number is number 91 of the podcast, and today's episode is an interview episode. It is. I have uh, had a chat with uh, Martin Hagen, who's a GTD trainer in Sweden. Uh, he's uh, going to tell us about his family life, his uh, YouTube channel for going out and about in the world. And um, he is also going to talk to us about Salesforce and uh, getting things done there and which other tools he used for getting his getting things done, done. So I think without further ado, we'll just roll the episode. Do you agree? Yes, let's go. Okay. And now our special guest. I have the great pleasure to talk to today with Martin Hagen from Sweden. He's a GTD trainer and he will tell us a little bit more about who he is. And I just want to welcome you, Martin, to our podcast. Hey, Morten, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So, so Martin, for those who don't know who you are and what you do, could you just give us a brief synopsis of just that? Absolutely. So the, the, the short answer is I'm you or Lars in Sweden. So <laughs> I, I'm actually <laughs> representing vital learning in Sweden. So that's the, the short one. But yeah, exactly. uh, I think the more interesting response to that question could be I'm, I'm a fellow GTD or I've been using GTD for a long time um, and GTD really changed my life and that's why I'm here that's why I'm in the, the community nowadays mm-hmm. um, I, I started I, I actually was thinking back on this um, earlier today this morning uh, when I started to to work with uh, getting things done and it must have been 2008 so it's a while back because it was around the time when the iPhone came out. That's kind of the marker I have in my mind for, for <laughs> getting things done. Good, good. Yeah. And um, what kept you going? Why didn't you just give up? A lot of people just give up after a while. I think it's because it was such a big change for me. Um, if I pause there and we go back a little bit to why, I, I started to use getting things done and it is completely a coincidence actually because I was working as a project manager at a web agency and when I started there I it was just the project manager so I had a lot of projects and, and web at the time it was chaotic it was really hard to scope things um, but when I came in everything was chaos but I was quite organized so I was able to get everything working and the customers became pretty happy and of course my employer thought that oh that guy he is super organized let's make him the team lead as well and that I didn't have the tools for so Mm. after a while I got so really tired and I started to feel 
you know, these signs. I know you, you recognize signs like, uh, you know, uh, that you felt the heart, hard to sleep. Um, mm, yeah. You don't remember the right things, you know, the classical signs. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. The, the guppy memory, that's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and you, you always remember things when uh, are at the wrong time. So um, I, I really started to feel bad as, a, as a, a person. I had bad responsibility to my customers, to my, my peers, and I started to get these physical uh, signs as well. So I talked to, uh, to the company Healthcare. So in Sweden, we, we always or always, always have these uh, places we can go to when we get, uh, we need help. So I, I talked with the psychologist there about my, my stress then because it was definitely the, the entry point for this. So they said, we have this tool for you that you should use. And now you all think, oh, he said, use getting things done. But no, he didn't. He said, write everything down, put it on lists. And of course, as everyone knows that if you have a lot in your head and if you just empty your head, that's uh, ooh, this feeling you get. That was amazing. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just jotted everything down on paper. And um, after a while, um, I started to think, I need an app for this. And when mm -hmm. I say app, you know, I said I started to use getting things done when the iPhone came out. So I'm not talking about the phone app because uh, the phone apps back then, that they were very rudimentary. Um, so it was an app for my computer. So I Googled around and I found a lot of these references to, to, to the methodology, um, to, mm. to getting things done. And I actually found a Wikipedia article. I think it was six pages when I printed it because, you know, we, back then we printed things. <laughs> um, and and I, I read these uh, six pages and that was amazing. And, and there was a, a link to, um, to, to the book on, on Amazon because, of course, it wasn't available here. So I went online and I ordered the book. And mm -hmm. back then, it I, also it didn't come overnight. It wasn't like Amazon Prime or anything like that. It took weeks. Um, but eventually, it showed up. And, and meanwhile, while I was waiting on the book, I started to, to fiddle around with what I found from the Wikipedia article. And then mm -hmm. I went on a six-week vacation to Africa, like this overlanding experience. So I had a book with me. And I, I read the book on the bus. and. I came back home and then I implemented it after the book as, as good as I could. And it completely changed my life. Mm -hmm. And to get back to your, uh, your, your question, what kept me going? Uh, it's like I knew where I was and I, I kind of realized the, the difference because it was a, a huge difference starting to mm. have structure and everything and to have a system that, that I, I could put everything into. And of course, I. I, I, me, like everyone else, I fall off the horse as well from time to time or the wagon or, or whatever you say in your country. Um, and, and that is such a good reminder where every time you fall off the horse, like, oh, now, now, now everything is, you know, I miss things. I, mm. I, I get back to this. But I, I, have, I have had that feeling. I know but that how, feeling. How, so. how did that show up for you? What happened? When when uh, when I'm out, felt, you mean? Yeah. When how do you know you're off? Uh, I start to feel the creeping stress. Uh, that that mm -hmm. is the thing that uh, and and usually what that means is that Martin, you need to do a weekly review <laughs> hmm. because that that is the feeling. Um, like you haven't done a weekly review for two or three weeks, and then it's like, oh, 
I feel it in the body. You, you, you get this feeling or, or thought, in, the creeping feeling in your body that you have something that you should really do, but you have mm -hmm. missed it. Um, yeah. So that is a really clear sign for me that I need to do something. And usually the first thing I do is just to sit down and do a, a mind sweep. And then mm -hmm. I do my, my, my weekly review. Mm. Because just doing the mind sweep will get me off the, the, the worst feeling. And then mm -hmm. I will get into the nice place after the weekly review. Mm. And I know that, um, you know, getting into getting things done, it takes time. And, um, and when you feel the, the stress of not being on and you feel that you fall off, uh, what has been the, the rewards that you remember when you learned this? What, what you know, I said, what kept you going? Um, what keep you going is both falling off, but, but can you focus just on the, on the really, you know, the, the positive parts of getting things done? What's, you know, the, go a little deeper on that. Um, I mean, the positive part is that you actually can focus on the right things. I think that is for me at least the the important thing. Um, and, and looking back at, at what I was able to do from the, the, the point that I actually started to use getting things done was actually to, to change my life quite a lot. I, I was working in a chaotic situation and during this time I was I, I left the work and I started my own company and I, I built a consultancy company. Um, I had 22 employees and I don't think I could do that in, in that way without actually having a super tool like getting things done in, in, in my mm. back pocket to help me to make sure that I actually can spend the, the time and effort and focus on the right time, right things at the right time. So mm. um, uh, it gives you the peace of mind. And um, I mean, there's a classic saying that uh, I think it's David Allen that said it that uh, I mean, you can only be uh, feel confident about what you're doing when you when you know what you're not doing. And I think that mm. is such a powerful thing. And now I've completely but butchered, <laughs> butchered what yeah. you said. <laughs> is, yeah. You can all feel good about what you, what what you are um, what you're doing when you know what you're not doing. So exactly. that will be uh, yeah. the more the the, the, the accurate uh, quote of David Allen. But you are you are absolutely correct, and it is. Um, but I I just wanted to to you know um, because we meet a lot of people, you and I who want to get good at getting things done. That's our work. Our job is to help people learn getting things done. And we, we meet people at very different stages of life and different stages of their getting things done journey. Uh, could you, in your own thinking and your own words about this, how, what, what, is, what are some of the things that you find people struggle with that keeps them away of getting you know, GTD mastery? Do you have some thinking? I'm sure you've done some thinking about that. Yeah, I, uh, I think it's quite often <clears throat> related to actually sticking with it um, because it takes a while to actually get a habit in place because getting things done is about habits, uh, uh, multiple different habits that you, you do. So I think you need to get it to stick and, and when you have well has gotten it to stick, it's, it's a lot easier. And uh, I, I'm often focusing on, on these habits to actually start getting things out of your head. Okay, how, how can you do that? And, mm -hmm. and then clarify things before you put them into to a to-do list or into your, your getting things done system. Um, mm -hmm. 
doing the weekly review. It's also a habit, something that you need to do regularly. Um, and of course, doing, we, we are doing all the time, but how are we choosing what to do? Hmm. And do we have the right amount of time to do the different things we need to do? So habit is the things that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking is, is very important. And hmm. that to get habits in place, I, I think to have a accountability partner is, is something that uh, for a lot of people at least can be a very good thing uh, to have. Indeed, I do agree. And uh, so if you don't have an accountability partner, go out there and look for one. Uh, it can be mm -hmm. someone at your workplace. It can be someone in the GTD community because we have a fantastic GTD community in, in the Nordics, specifically in, in, in Denmark and, and Norway. Um, yeah. And I mean, even if you're not from Denmark or Norway, you can always put your nose into to, to these places and find <laughs> an can. accountability partner. I know that mm -hmm. there is people that has accountability partners over the borders, mm -hmm. <laughs> so to say. They have. Uh, and we and do it, have the GTD Connect as well, which is, yeah. uh, you know, it's a paid forum, but it is, uh, you know, a great, great place to hang out and, and meet people Absolutely. who love GTD and want to get better. So hmm. Yeah. And you can also always get a coach as well. That's also a, 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 a very hmm. much an accountability partner. I, uh, that's, <laughs> uh, that's someone that will make sure that you are doing what you should. Yeah, it's, it's a paid tutor, if you may. Now, one of yes. the things that I've been thinking about, just to, to you know, um, the, um, elaborate a little on the what keeps us from learning, getting things done. I talked to a client this morning, or a potential client this morning, who's a, a struggling GGDer who wants to give this to her research organization here in Norway, and she she um, she told me that you know one of the things that um, she's struggling with is that she has her old habits you know the way that yep. she did things before and to get good at getting things done you don't have you should not forget what you did before but you should not do it <laughs> which means that if you get a hybrid between your old and the new new you you will have you will struggle over time and uh, if you go if not all in on getting things done do, do a clean mind sweep on a regular basis as you said just to build the habit then that can then become a routine for you. And then you just have to continue and expand on that. So, well, um, I, I want to move in uh, a little closer on Martin. And uh, because you are, you're, you know, running, getting things done in, in, in Sweden, and, uh, but you are a father and a husband and tell us a little about how you're, you know, what's your situation and how's life? <laughs> Absolutely. So um, I, I live in the south of Sweden, um, almost in Denmark, actually. Um, so uh, when we are going on vacations and things, we take the train over and we fly from, from Denmark. So that's how close it is we, since we have the bridge. Um, mm. I am a father. I'm a father of four. Um, I don't know when to stop, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I also have twins in the middle. So uh, it's four or three, depending on how you count. Uh, but I have four kids, uh, two boys and two girls. And um, they are fantastic, of course. I love them a lot. And I have a wife and she is uh, Italian. So um, that may... Fantastico. Exactly. We have a very special uh, language uh, situation at home. So we speak three languages at home. So it's Swedish, English and Italian. 
So my youngest one, she's very confused. Sometimes she uh, she speaks uh, a little bit Swedish and there's a few Italian words in, in the sentences and then there is a little bit of English. So uh, this morning she talked about carrots and I had to think about what, what are you talking about? Because carrots, it's not carrots in Swedish, it's mjurrötter in Swedish. So mm-hmm. I didn't understand at all what she was talking about because I was thinking she was talking Swedish, but it was English. So mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, yeah, as I was, I live here yeah. and yeah, with the family and the dog, and uh, yeah, it's a fantastic life here in the south. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I know that you have. I, I will give you the opportunity to to uh, promote your YouTube channel because you have a YouTube channel for those who are interested in outdoor hiking. Yes, or hiking yeah, mostly right. happens outdoor, I guess. So it's. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, that's why uh, there's not so much happening during the winter on the channel because the indoor hikes are very short. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have a, an outdoors uh, channel because I love being outdoors as well. So I I hike and uh, specifically now when it starts to be light outside and, you know, there is green on the trees. It's so it's so nice to be out. So mm. I, uh, I record my hikes and I post them on, on YouTube. So I have a channel called Nordic Wilderness where, uh, where my... Uh, my hikes can be be viewed not not in real time i, I cut them down so they are they are all shorter because of, I of course a few days so nordic wilderness uh, if you're interested in in uh, following martin there and and one of the things that i i remember from um, your youtube channel because i've been following it uh, is that you went into a cave and I, that was uh, both very interesting, but also a, a fairly bit claustrophobic. Was looking at a horror movie where you have yeah. your, your your children inside a very narrow cave. It's like I, I looked at it with my I looked looked at it with my wife, and we both went. I am not sure I would go in there. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it, but, that was uh, very scary, actually. Um, so there is yeah. uh, in the north of. of of uh, Skåne, we have a town called mm. Kristianstad. Outside of Kristianstad, there is a, a cave that you can mm. go into, and mm. uh, it's actually quite big. Um, mm. So you can walk around in the main hall, but there is also a, a small tunnel that you can crawl into, and you can find another yeah. hall inside. And, and, and my claustrophobia now is on full, oh, yeah. <laughs> full on. <laughs> and, and just to, to paint the picture a little bit, uh, for me to get in into the, the second hole, I had to crawl and it was mm-hmm. just so I could get my head and shoulder through the hole. That's how, how, how narrow it was for a bike. Okay. And I think okay. this, this Enough details. seven meters <laughs> or something like that. And then okay. also if you have some other phobias, there was bats inside as well. So we didn't see them when we were in the cave, but I, in the, I can see it in the video that there is a bat flying in front of the camera. <laughs> so that was funny. Okay. The kids loved, loved it. It was, they, they had a big fun, but they are, they are not so, so big. So it's easier for them to not get stuck in the, in the tunnels. Yeah, but that is well, the kind of fun. things that I like to, mm. to do, explore the, the outdoors and the wilderness. I'm not sure how this ties into to you know the the, the wilderness channel, um, the Nordic wilderness YouTube channel ties into your GTD, but I'm sure you used getting things done to plan your trips, and uh, absolutely uh, make sure um, you get everything you need, like emergency flare and whatever you need to get out of a bat, bat cave. I need to add that to my my list. I actually need an emergency flare. Flare that would be cool. Yeah. No, I of yeah. course I have a, a checklist um, and. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you create these checklists? Of course, when you mm-hmm. forget something, and, and when you're yeah. when you're out hiking for for three days mm-hmm. and you forget the matches, 
that's not yep. so fun. So no. um, some of, of the things on the checklist is from the, the, the hard learnings you, you've done. So mm. um, checklists I, I have mainly for that. Yeah, yeah, and, me uh, too. I do. And also, not that I some... go bat caving. Yes, but yes. No, <laughs> and also when you when you do a, a, a YouTube video, that is, it seems like just a small thing that you film and then you put mm. it out. But there is actually multiple steps in this. Yeah. And if you want to do I it do. even more complicated, maybe add on a little bit of drone shots. And if you live in yeah. a country like Sweden, you can just post drone shots to YouTube because then you will end yeah. up in, maybe not in prison, but it's illegal. You need to have permits to, yeah. to you know, spread aerial photography. Uh, mm. And that makes that this a whole project to just make a uh, YouTube video. So you need to plan it and you need to, yeah. to have all of these different steps that you need to go through mm. to... Um, to, to make this YouTube video. So I definitely I can, use getting things done there. Yeah, I can uh, I can imagine that. And there is, um, you know, um, I think especially maybe the drones, uh, I don't know if you've, your legislation has been narrowed in after we have this situation in U Ukraine where uh, you, you are not still member of NATO and, uh, you know, Russians maybe want to have a look into your, what you are doing. And uh, we have had a problem here in Norway with Russians flying drones, oh, tourists flying drones. So I don't know if that might be tied into everything. But um, okay, so so just moving along, I'm sure people will enjoy hearing about uh, your tools because that's um, something we always get good feedback on. What what tools are you using for your GTD system? So let's start with capture. How do you capture? I have one system that I use for that is kind of the core for my getting things done system and that is OmniFocus today. I've been using a lot of tools in the past uh, but OmniFocus is the core today because I'm mainly on the Mac ecosystem. Uh, so I do a lot of capture straight into OmniFocus. I have a really fancy keyboard a mechanical keyboard with uh, it looks like a spaceship so i can program the keys so i have a specific key that is dedicated on my keyboard uh, you can do this without a special keyboard as well it's just you know I, you set up omnifocus to do it so i use that a lot to to capture things and i also capture mm -hmm. a lot on my my phone straight into omnifocus because i for me i think that is is a, a good way of doing things sometimes though i I uh, use the voice recorder on the phone as well if I feel I'm in a situation where I don't want to type. But since I mm. always have my phone with me, these are that that is the um, the main tool for for capture. Mm -hmm. When I'm here in the office, sometimes it's just easier to write. I don't know why, but sometimes I also capture on paper. But that's mm. very short-lived. It goes into OmniFocus very very quickly. Okay, so. That's, uh... Your OmniFocus is your list system and part of your capture system. Yeah. And um, so what do you use for calendar and, uh, you know, email integration? Do you use something? I, um, I use the normal Mac calendar because I have mm -hmm. multiple calendars. And I, I think that the Mac calendar, that is, you know, the native calendar, it can give you the 
it can place the calendars on top of each other, independently of where mm -hmm. the calendar comes from. So if it comes from Google, or if it's the, the Apple calendar, or if it's a, a Proton mm -hmm. Mail calendar, or if it's from Office 365 or whatever, wherever your mm -hmm. calendar is, you can get it into to that and you can get that overall view on, on your hard landscape. So I like mm -hmm. that a lot. I don't like the Mac email app. I just don't like it. It's just me. It's a personal thing. So I use um, the web apps for the different mails. So mm. I, I go into the different mail apps a few times a day to, to mm. look at them and uh, work with them. So that is how it... And then I, I can just email things into OmniFocus if I need to, uh, to... If I want to get it into my OmniFocus uh, inbox, which I do heavily. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because that, that, that is going to be a question for people is that because um, um, one of the the holy grails of getting things done system-wise is that you need a connection between the, the next yep. action and the email. So how does how is that handled if you email into OmniFocus? How do you get uh, the, the link between, how do you get inbox zero? I have, a, you can see, depending on a little bit about the email system, I have a folder or I have a tag uh, where I, that is my, my action support. So that, that's where mm -hmm. I put the things that I need to, to do that is related to, to next actions. But my next actions, they live in my OmniFocus. So my email as such, there is nothing in my email that needs to be done. There may be references in there that I need when I, I'm doing something. But mm -hmm. the the the, uh, the bookmark or, or the 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 thing I need to, it's it's all all in OmniFocus. OmniFocus is the true truth, and that is also because I have a moderate amount of email. If I would have mm -hmm. a lot of emails, that may have been different, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But the, this works fine for me. Uh, mm -hmm. I may email maybe five, ten emails per day from my email into OmniFocus. Mm -hmm. So. That's okay. that's not too much, but that that's how I like it. Um, mm -hmm. So OmniFocus has the uh, the truth for me. Hmm. But I can also say that I have tried a lot of things because I'm I'm one of these people that loves tools, <laughs> shiny things, <laughs> uh, building automations. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I have had different things before, but the last I think six months, the last year maybe, I kind of going to make things more simple. I had, mm. so simplify the structures um, because that that reduces drag for me when I use the mm. system. It's, it's, I mean, to have an advanced and complex systems with, with system with a lot of automation, that may be very mm. good and that may help you a lot. But um, sometimes you need to think about, okay, how do I kick off this uh, automation? Mm. What do I need? to be, do to be able to use this automation and that mm. may be providing drag or resistance to using the tool so i've gone down the routes for me right now it's simplicity um and uh, keep it bare bones as, as far as mm. i can yeah so remove if, if if i can remove something i try to do it that is always a good idea if you're a gtd -er, to remove anything that you can that you don't need or that yep. you might think you don't need. So to just remove every friction point you can. Um, and um, 
we have been talking about this before the, we um, started it in the pre-show that we should talk a little bit about Salesforce because you have a background in Salesforce. How did you get into Salesforce? Oh, I've been doing Salesforce as long as I've been doing getting things done, actually, or almost as long as I've been using getting things done. So I mm -hmm. was the product owner for, for Salesforce at, at a company. And then the, the consultancy company that I started with the 22 employees that I mentioned before, that was a Salesforce consultancy. So I was working uh, with that for, for, for many years. Hmm. Um, so that's essentially how I, how I got into it. And it was more, this was just a, like everything else, a coincidence that it was Salesforce and nothing else. Hmm. And now maybe you sit here listening to this podcast and you think, Salesforce, what is that? It's a CRM yeah. system from the beginning. Yeah. But nowadays it's more of a platform. So it, mm. you can do a lot of things on it. But <clears throat> uh, the CRM part is still the big one. So if you're in yeah. sales, you probably know it. But if you're not in sales, you may not mm. have heard too much about Salesforce no. in the past. And, and a CRM is a customer relationship management, Ship management. software. Yeah. yeah. So, so it is a way to, it's like a, uh, an outlook on steroids, uh, if you may. Yeah. Um, it started out as um, not Salesforce as such, but CRM systems started out as like a, a roller decks, essentially, a list mm. of business cards. And then it's yeah. been added on with functionality like opportunity management, lead management, all this stuff that you may need as a salesperson. But one thing mm. that can be interesting for a GTD area is that there is also a task system built into mm. Salesforce, right? So yeah. uh, normally how that's being used in Salesforce is that you can say that in two weeks, I'm going to call this person or I'm going to mm -hmm. email this person or I need to follow up, up on this opportunity or you need to do something. And mm. those tasks are uh, not too complex. I mean, you can write a, a subject line, you can tie it to a person or a thing, a who and a what, <laughs> essentially. Mm -hmm. And you can put some dates and if it's recurring and those kind of things to, to a task. But that is essentially what you can do. And that's essentially what it's been for the last 10 years. It hasn't changed mm. too much in Salesforce. Yeah, but, but you have an idea, don't you? <laughs> oh, well, it's from the beginning, it was your idea. So we, you, I shouldn't take the credit okay. here. Uh, or it was your thought, at least. And then we've talked about it on and off. Uh, and yeah. that is, of course, um, since I... I have this background as a Salesforce person, it could mm -hmm. be interesting to see, okay, or explore what we could do on the Salesforce platform using, uh, using the platform and GTD together. Can we use GTD on, on the Salesforce platform? And the answer to that is, of course, yes. Uh, but mm -hmm. out of the box, it may not be that simple mm -hmm. or easy. So that means that we probably want to do some adjustments or customizations Cust to the Salesforce mm -hmm. platform. And that's easy to do uh, mm -hmm. on the platform. If you know Salesforce, of course, if you don't know it, it may not be that easy. Mm. And one thing that is not out of the box in Salesforce is, for example, contexts. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can tie a task to a person or uh, an opportunity, but uh, you don't have things like at home or at the office or on the computer. So mm. the tasks today in Salesforce is really tied to the sales process, the sales cycle, but not mm. to your whole life. Like you may want to 
to have in your your GTD system. So mm. that is one of the things that that's not there. Mm. That, is, and, that is possible to create um, as a customization. And I, I think yes. I, I understood what you call it an, an app. Uh, yeah. that that customization so it will be something if i understand correctly that will be um like a standalone thing that you connect to your salesforce or integrate how would you explain that to people i think the uh, easiest analogy is to look at at your iphone or your android phone uh, you have mm -hmm. on, on iphone you have the app store and on your android phone you have google play and here yeah. you have different applications and you can simply just click download and install and you have them in your phone. It works very similar on Salesforce. It's called App Exchange and there is the thousands of applications and you can actually click them mm -hmm. and you can do not download them to your computer because this is a uh, cloud software. So it's on someone mm -hmm. else's computer, it's in the cloud. So, but you can get yeah. it installed in your cloud. So mm -hmm. it's very, very, very similar to that. And that can be completely mm -hmm your own app that is standalone from everything else in Salesforce, or it can be a customization, an add-on to what you have in Salesforce. And uh, okay. that is something that we could potentially build and uh, I can add on to mm. Salesforce. That then gives so, so. like the context, for example, or maybe a quick capture feature in Salesforce to easily get things out of your head into to an inbox. Exactly. So, so just for for me to understand this, so if there is a you know a Salesforce user out there, um, how how is this you know company wide or is it department wide or is it personal the, the apps that you can install um, just for if people are interested? The apps are uh, they are uh, instance wide, so the whole company, and usually uh, a user cannot install them by their self um, mm -hmm. because it's an admin that needs to do it. But it also depends on the size of the company. If you're just mm. a few hundred people, you can probably make a case to, to get a tool like this into your Salesforce instance without any, any major problems. If you're a bigger corporation with thousands and thousands of licenses, it's maybe a big, bit more work you need to do internally to, to be able to get mm. something like it. But it's, it's someone that needs to install it in, in the org. So it's an organizational company, uh, sorry, organizational slash company decision, like IT yes. policy that has to say, yes, we want to give this yeah. opportunity to people. Mm. So now because one of the reasons that, or maybe the main reasons why we are talking about this is because we've been talking about before, you know, is, is, there, is there any interest for, for this? And is it, um, uh, should we create something like this? And uh, um, would it be, you know, would, would, would you as a GTD or using Salesforce would be interested in this, um, this app? And just to get an idea if it's a, there's a demand for this out there. Um, and, and how would they go about letting you know if they're interested? If, if I am some person out in the, in the, in the internet uh, who's listening to our podcast or are getting tips about this from some people, how would they go about getting hold of you the, um, to show their so, interest? <laughs> so uh, what we will make or what I will make available is a, mm. a short survey, uh, a few questions, and mm. uh, that I'm going to ask Morten and Lars to put into the show notes, of course. And it's going to yes, be like a Google, Google form. 
where you can mm. can say yes this is interesting and also provide a little bit i will have some other questions in there as well and the mo foremost and most important question is of course is this something that would be interesting to you mm. uh, and, and then if you, you can't answer all the other questions i think that is fine the, the base interest is the, the most important question, but uh, there is going to mm. be a, sh a short survey with a few questions um, that's going to help us to, to see mm. if, if there is interest for. And this. I guess you're not committing to anything but showing your interest in this and that you will, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm not even sure I'm, I'm going to ask for who you are yet. <laughs> because okay. so, that's, mm. that's, it can be completely anonymous. Um, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. It could, it could be. I don't know. This is just for the convenience of things so that you might make a, an, an optional email field. So, yeah. that, so if if it ever happens, you can get an email. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Makes this. Yeah. That might be a good idea. Um, but okay. So so we will put that in the show notes and that link to that form. So if you are interested in in this app in Salesforce and uh, see if Martin is going to create one. Uh, we are not, we are, you know, our time and life is not infinite and uh, we will like to make sure that if we are dedicating, or Lars, sorry, not Lars, but Martin is dedicating some time for this, uh, it should be something that uh, people need and people want. So we're not going to create something or he's not going to create something nobody's going to use. So, okay. Absolutely. Good, good. So, um any thoughts on the wrapping up? I know um, you are not going, I think, to the GGD summer camp this year. Is that correct? No, as with yeah. the complicate, complicated in situation, Mark, family situation with uh, yeah. a lot of um, uh, nationalities. Uh, it clashed with, uh, yeah. with some Italy interests this year, uh -huh. unfortunately. You are going to Italy. Oh. I'm going to eat some pasta. Some pasta. Drink some wine with my parents-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, but now I was thinking if you you were going, maybe some people from you know the different countries could meet you there. At uh, but um, next year, hopefully, you will be there. Uh, yeah, let's mm. let's hope for that. Okay. Um, I I'm going to ask you just. Just one quick question at the end. Maybe you can you can do as elaborate as you want or as short as you want. Um, you are a father, and I know there is a lot of fathers and parents out there listening to us. Um, if you are new to GTD, what would you tell someone who is new to GTD about the benefits you get as a father for you know knowing this methodology? What would you say to them? So I, I have many kids, as I said, I have four kids. Uh, that means it's four different people, four different lives, uh, four different people with different interests. Uh, and it, it's not only the complexity of me, and it's not the complexity of me and my wife, it's also what they want. So the, the landscape gets so big and maybe you need to to help them support them in in different ways uh you need to to do things for them because uh, i as a as a gtd i i see my my kids as areas of focus so they i could see them as projects as well maybe because <laughs> yeah. at, at some point they will move out hopefully but for, for now they are an interest focus. yes yes <laughs> 
So, uh, I mean, I want to keep the, the relationship I have with mm. my kids at a certain level. And to keep my relationship with my kids at that level, I need to do different things. I need to do things with them. I need to do things for them and so on. Mm -hmm. And when the, so every time I do my weekly review, um, just to be a little bit practical, I, 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 I see their names and I think a little bit about, okay, the relationship I have with them, is that where it should be or is that something I need to do? And also everything around them. So. I, I have that that pause in the week where I actually can sit down and think a little bit uh, about each and one of them, so so uh, uh, I can handle that relationship because that is, is what it is uh, uh, for me at least. Mm. And there is of course a lot more to being a parent, but the relationship yeah. is in uh, if if you have a good relationship with your your kids, mm. they are they are people, human beings as well. So. They are, they are, aren't they? So, so would you? I know a lot of people uh, who says that GGD makes them a better parent. Would you uh, agree to that? Um, probably. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it, it, it makes you at, at least a, a less confused parent. More present, maybe. A more present, yes. Um, that. Uh, yeah, I think that is the best <laughs> description. It makes you more mm. present uh, yeah. with, with, the, with the family. And that I think overall, that's the, the biggest um, win I've had with, with GTD and, and the private life is that mm. you're more present and the private life also gets enough focus, enough mm. thinking focus, because otherwise it's so easy to to think a lot about your work and, and that mm. side of your life. At least for me, it's been like that. And, and many people yeah. I talk with is, I mean, that's, you have the whip on you, you need to, to, to produce. Mm. But how do you produce as a father? I know, I, well, that's a, we don't need to go there, but how, how do you... <laughs> how, do you have you, how do you make your children? Yes, we don't, that's yeah, not, that, this we, is not we, the podcast I know for that. way yeah. too well, but how, how do you... How do you deliver as a parent to to mm -hmm. in in that situation? Mm. So mm. That, that's um, how I started, and that's yeah. Area of and I do I do agree with you. I think that uh, the the only thing that you can well you can provide for the, your children, which is you know a roof over their head, a bed, um, safety, food. Um, but when the, all the basic uh, stuffs uh, taken care of, how do you how do you parent them? How do you show them what they need to know mm. um, and what they need to feel um, from you as a parent to become, you know, the best versions of them? Um, yeah. So, and I think that the presence is key here, um, being just the, the being present. There's also another thing that we can bring to other ki our kids, and that is that uh, you don't learn how to handle your work at school. You learn yeah. how to yeah. a lot of information. Maybe you lear learn a trade. And mm. most of us today are knowledge workers. You don't learn how to handle your work. And no. if you come from a family where, where a parent or both parents are GTDers, you can model behaviors um, mm -hmm. for your kids. So then they can see that it's possible 
And then mm. maybe when they get into the situation that they may need something like getting things done, they know yeah. where to go and know where to ask for for the information. Yes. Which brings me into, you are alluding to this, but um, uh, your wife, uh, she is she a GTDer? Uh, not a full-fledged GTDer. She's doing some behaviors from mm. from getting things done. Uh, I'm, mm. I'm trying, <laughs> but I haven't succeeded yet. No, no. You, you need try. to have the internal motivation <laughs> fully to... Yeah. But she, she knows where my in-basket is, and that's being used a lot. Ah. Okay, yeah, and then she understands at least her her value of understanding what that that is. Oh yes, yes. And sometimes <laughs> she asks me, yeah. "Isn't it time for you to do your weekly review?" <laughs> <laughs> because so, she, yeah. why, why would she say that? Because she feel that you're a little stressed, or what? What's happening? I, no, I just think it's like sometimes I uh, when we talk about well, what's the plan for the, today, and I say, "Ah, today I need to do a weekly review." And if if I haven't uh-huh. said that for a while, she usually asks me because we we had. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember back. Uh, it feels like a hundred years ago. We had this uh, mm. app on the phones where we could talk. Um, I completely clubhouse clubhouse was the name oh, and we yeah, had yeah. these chats and she was actually joining them so she yeah. she knows a little bit about getting things done ah. she knows what okay. it is yeah. <laughs> oh, good well no i my 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 recommendation to people out there is um uh don't tell just show uh, and that is the best just be a good digital yourself and get your yeah. ducks in a row and and uh and if they are interested, they will follow suit. Um, I think that is a good approach. So, yeah. well, I think we are at the end, uh, Martin, at our interview. I've been, um, it's been very interesting to hear about your journey. Um, I've heard some of this before, but now we have a little bit more depth. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that you took the time of your business schedule with four kids and your business to, to talk to me. And um, I just want to thank you for attending. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Hmm. Okay. Take care and we will talk soon, Martin. And uh, now we'll to Lars and me. quite some time now and I, I certainly learned some new things. Yes, and so did I. And uh, I hope that this episode has been valuable for you as a, as a listener and that you learned something or a viewer if you're on YouTube. Um, so um, I hope that it gave you some value. And I, again, I remind you that there is going to be a link in the show notes. There is a link in the show notes that you can click if you're interested in showing some interest of uh, Martin's idea or mine and Martin's idea about Salesforce and getting things done an app for your Salesforce there so please do that um, Lars will you take us out happy to and we always wrap up these episodes with a quick reminder for you to head on over to vitallearning.eu have a look around you'll learn more about the different methodologies that we teach getting things done crucial conversations for mastering dialogue and more and you'll find links to the country websites you can book meetings with us whatever helps you'll find all of the information there if you're outside the nordics head on over to crucial to find your local partners 
And we always also just give you a quick reminder about the GTD summer camp coming up June 17 to 18. Head on over there, have a look around. We will be publishing the program very soon. There is a waiting list. You won't find the sign-up form anymore. That's been gone for a while, but send me an email, lastadvisorlearning.dk, to get on that waiting list. As of this recording, one seat just opened up, so quick, head on over there. Send me an email, and uh, we'll see if the spot is still available. Run, 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 run. <laughs> do that uh it's going to be a blast i'm looking really forward to it uh, just to hang out with other people who care about getting things done and uh, learn more and deepen your getting things done knowledge and uh, be more present in your life so and as always i remind you of um, the fact that you can subscribe and like uh, which is always something we like so please subscribe and like in your podcast app uh, or and in youtube if you can give us a rating if you want to do that just to you know tell us that you appreciate and uh, the episodes and that you want to help us spread it to other people it helps um if you you know like an episode on youtube or you know subscribe to it it tells the algorithms of youtube that hey maybe we should bump this up a little um we appreciate that and if you do the same with uh, your podcast in your podcast app uh, to rate us it also helps uh, visibility so if you want to pay us back a little for we make good content for you please do that <laughs> so that was my little sales pitch of today and uh, until next time people Stay safe and stay productive. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> you hit the microphone. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I could hear it. Clong. <laughs> okay. I think maybe this, if I made Sorry. it's the same clong. Now you have no, three clongs. No, it was different. It was different. Okay. Sorry, I will make a double now. So. <laughs>